British Columbia had over 550 million in cannabis sales in 2021. We're gonna take a look at BC's cannabis sales trends over the past year. We're also gonna dive into a case study from Headset about the higher path. That's a cannabis pot shop up there to highlight how retailers are being able to take advantage of some data and try to navigate some of the issues with cannabis 2.0 up in Canada and all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Quick comparison of BC amongst other provinces. Uh, in this chart, you can see the total cannabis sales in 2021, comparing Alberta and BC, Ontario, Saskatchewan, with BC's totals at just over $550 million. That's fairly impressive. Uh, they kind of have a slow start uh, with um, a lot of stores not really converting over from medical to rec. If you remember, there was um, cinder, like giant cement blocks blocking their um, pathway as, as the business owners were like, we don't care. We're going to still do business. So Ontario with, um, you know, Toronto and everything dominating cannabis sales, um, they're going to reach 1.5 billion, more than double that of BC. Steady stair step growth path, you know, representing monthly sales, the red bar indicating cumulative sales through 2021. BC started in 2021 with about 40 million during January, and they grew about 31% uh, all the way until they got 52 million in December. So that's just shy of 552 million. Comparing month over month growth for BC and other provinces, you can see just the cannabis sales growth rates compare. There's two months in 2021, May and July, that BC demonstrated the most month-over-month growth out of everywhere else. And then throughout 2021, cannabis sales in BC grew 3% on average. Ontario grew faster with an average monthly increase of 5.9%, but a lot of those stores probably didn't wait to become uh, emerged into the regulated marketplace, like I mentioned with, with BC there was a noticeable delay uh, of some some uh, regulated stores converting over. Looking at category share, what's selling in BC? Uh, biggest difference are in pre-rolls, vape pens. So in BC, they got the largest share of pre-rolls, it's 24%, and the lowest category of vape pens, 14%. Maybe it's just a West Coast thing. We definitely like our, our pre-rolls up and down this entire West coast, whereas, you know, other conservative areas like their, their vape pens, but I've got one for each one's for convenience. And one's, you know, I like pre-rolls when I'm on the go at an event, or if I can't smoke outside, I'll bring a vape pen. Uh, but you know, flowers, my preference, Canada has an interesting, uh, issues. So the cannabis act has some promotional limitations that's including, uh, prohibiting inducements of loyalty programs. So that's making it challenging for some of these retailers to leverage traditional marketing tactics and kind of try to set themselves up apart from the competition. We'll take a look and see what Higher Path was able to do as an example, of kind of utilizing data when um, you don't have traditional avenues. Social media kind of cancels a lot of companies, definitely is some censorship, and that's nothing new in this industry. You weren't able to advertise on billboards for a long time, still can't have stuff on a bus. Uh, and so it makes it really, really challenging. So the higher path, they have five locations in BC and are fairly successful, apparently, in order to find workarounds and legal, legitimate ways um, to 
be compliant with the Cannabis Act and yet still try to discover something noteworthy that people uh, care about. I think with a lot of companies, what they have a difficult time doing is resonating. And uh, you know, Cookies is a brand that's been able to do that. A lot of other people haven't been able to have a meaningful relationship. It comes with the bud tender. So when that bud tender leaves, then there's no more real loyalty. So that's like same thing with brand partnerships uh, and trying to create um, promotional activities. All of those things are challenging to do. And then once you don't have that relationship around it, it makes it even more difficult to kind of keep that that engine going. When you don't have a lot of avenues and you don't have a lot of financing, it's important to know exactly what your ROI is for any campaign. So there's an impact analysis dashboard that can identify your campaign and what's actually coming into the store and be able to identify sales lifts uh, for each, each of those brands or campaigns that you're doing. So that's going to be able to allow you to um, have a better relationship with a lot of these brands. You have in-store campaigns that are going to be able to generate the highest return on investment and then have insights to drive a better strategy and kind of leverage that data to not only empower the brands that you, the store is representing, but also to be able to understand what the data is interpreting in order to become successful. You can look at charts all day long, but not being able to know or infer what that data is all about is difficult or challenging, which makes a dashboard like this impact analysis even that much more important. So this is going to allow you to kind of quantify, justify building those relationships with the right brand partners and navigate restrictive policies, impacting retailers, and be that much more efficient utilizing data. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.